Today, the overthinkers at last tackle the question that has confounded philosophers for all human history, what do women want? Guest starring, returning, Kelia Clarkson. This is going to be a good one. Well, hello, thinking people's thinking people. Welcome to the Overthinkers, home for the creative intellectual. I'm your host, Joseph Holmes, a filmmaker, film critic, friendly fanatic. And with me, as always, is your gregarious, gargantuan co-host. Nathan Clarkson, actor, author, filmmaker, and... Um, if you say it slow enough, you might think of it. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. Filmmaker. <laughs> and uh, someone who has women all figured out. <laughs> All right. This is, is going to be a real fun episode, guys. <laughs> and with us today is a very special returning guest. She is an actress, writer, and filmmaker living in New York City. She's the editor-in-chief of the new women's online magazine, The Wallflower Journal, and her work has appeared in places like EV Magazine and Radiant Online. She has appeared in multiple TV shows, is starring in an upcoming indie film called Beat the Shift, and is currently editing her own original feature film, Leading Lady. She is the charismatic, the captivating, the clandestine, Kelia Clarkson. Kelia, welcome back to the show. Thank you so much. I, I absolutely love coming on here every time because you just, you give me the biggest ego boost <laughs> with yes. my um, introduction. It's Wait, just, did you mention the most important thing about her? I wasn't listening. <laughs> well, I, well, I don't know. I don't the know. most important thing about her being that she is married to me. Oh, oh. yeah, that, <laughs> yes. that is true. That's it, mister. You just lost your brain privileges. Oh my gosh, this is going to be such a fun episode. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yes. Well, uh, this is great. We're having because we are talking about. Uh, well, yeah, well, I was gonna say yes. We can't pay people to be on the podcast, so I just make up for it with lots of compliments in the intro. That works. That is payment enough. <laughs> oh yeah, we all yeah. need that. Yes, we yeah. do. I'll give you yours later. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so we're talking today. If you've clicked on the episode, you know we're talking about what women want, which makes it convenient we actually have a woman on here. I mean, we don't need her. I can tell you. <laughs> I think you guys would do a great job without me, but I'm happy to help. Oh, <laughs> Well, we appreciate that. Do girls like stink bombs? No. Any case, but before we get into that, Nathan, if people enjoy this episode, what can they do to engage more with our content and support what we do? Well, one, they can continue listening to my radiator going off in the background because <laughs> we all live in little apartments in New York City. And two, they can go to the overthinkerjournal.com where they can find out more about the hosts. We will someday have some more posts. Uh, to, and you can also get a hold of us and tell us how right or wrong we are. We, we also want you to be a part of our online Facebook group with almost 3,000 people now. We have memes, we have articles, and we have discussions. And we want you to be there having fun, thinking deeply. Um, and oh, we also have an upcoming event that we really do want you to be at. Yeah. We are having an Oscars party, a live Oscars party. We're going to have a red carpet. People are going to dress up. We're going to argue and talk and think about the films being nominated and winning. And we're going to do it at the Hepzibah House here in New York City. We only have about 40 spots. We want you to be there. Um, and it's going to happen on whenever the Oscars. March 18th. March 18th. Uh, so we want, we want you to be there. So check out the website. It's already up um, with some more details. We'd love to see you there. And and I can't think of any more announcements. Cool. Cool. Awesome. Oh, leave us a review if you like us and share with a friend. Yes. 
Awesome. We love it. No, that helps us a lot. And, and we're so happy to all our listeners. You're such a great community and we love to have more of you become a more active part of our community. So please uh, check us out. All right. So we're ready to dive into this topic. Um, yeah, ready. And I've been, I've been researching this topic for about <laughs> okay. yeah, 32 okay. plus right. years. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, one of the biggest mysteries that has occupied all philosophy for as long as there's been philosophy has been the impenetrable question of what women want. And I'm only halfway joking in that because <laughs> philosophers have been actually asking this question with a lot of seriousness for many, many years. Well, because most of them are nerds. <laughs> right. And they yes. don't really... Male nerds. Yes, yeah, exactly. Right. Male nerds. And they philosophize. Um, they pretend it's about the meaning of life, but really it's, it's just about... How do I get girls? Yeah, how do I get a girl? <laughs> yeah. Yes, exactly. Dude, what's she saying? What's she saying? Hang on. Let me use my girl to geek translator. <laughs> exactly. But... Well, interestingly, the formulation, what women want, only actually spiked in popularity starting in the 1970s uh, with the, you know, when, when suddenly women in Western societies got a greater voice in getting to determine what they want, and then books and movies and TV shows started to actually try to sell that to people that they actually had the answers. So the question that occupied philosophers became something that occupied, got democratized and occupied the masses. And then, of course, the name, the the wording got much solidified and populated with the Mel Gibson film, What Women Want, ah. which I don't know how you associate What Women Want with Mel Gibson, but that's a whole other thing. That's a whole different thing, <laughs> yes. So anyway, now, Kelia, your experience, you have what is a unique experience on this question. You mm -hmm. are actually a woman. Yeah. And so you have, and you, being as that, you speak for all women. Yeah, <laughs> I, I am a spokeswoman. Yes. I was chosen. <laughs> Duly elected by yes. herself. Yes. And, and being us. married to her, I can speak on behalf exactly. of all women it's as well. It's true. <laughs> I have granted Nathan. <laughs> oh, what <well, laughs> honorary woman representative. Yes. I think like a girl now. Um, but no. Um, so one of the things that's interesting to talk about today, because this is an actual real question that people ask, men particularly ask, um, what are some of the, and a lot of women express frustration about the fact that what women want is actually misrepresented either by Hollywood or by people mm. um, who, uh, in various ways. So when you hear the question, what women want, what do you think are some of the ways in which um, uh, people either misrepresent what women want, what they're actually like, and how you felt misrepresented either by media or by people you talk to mm -hmm. in those relationships? What, what has that question looked like to you? What's the answer looked like to you in general? Well, I think the question of what women want is really interesting because I, I kind of feel like it's it shouldn't be that much of a mystery. And what I mean is women are human beings, mm. just like men. And there's kind of this thing going around for it's been going around for years and years and years, but it's oh, women are are so mysterious and 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 they're from a just a, a different planet. They're a different sure. species practically. And men just can't figure it out. What do women want? They're so enigmatic. And I, I just don't buy that. I mm. don't think that's true. I think women want what a lot of normal human beings want, which is love, companionship, uh, someone to care about them and, and talk to them. And I, I don't think it's all that crazy. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. I think what, here's, well, I'll let me push back just a little bit on that. Okay. Being as the, the, the but I have a thought. Too. Yes. Okay. <laughs> which is that, what, which is that, uh, we're going to mansplain this yes, to you. Please tell me what women want. <laughs> I'll tell you what I want, what I really, really want. No, tell me what 
mansplaining means. But the pushback I have sort of on that okay. is that most of the men I know who ask the question what we want, mm -hmm. ask it because they have a because they have had relationships with women, very yeah. close relationships with women growing up, their mothers, their sisters, and their girlfriends and girlfriends. And what they found is that women have either said they want one thing and then done <laughs> the exact opposite. Okay. Which is where it's like, wait, if you can't trust what they say that they're actually for, if their behavior says something different, mm -hmm. then it becomes a question of confusion. Well, and I'm gonna, okay. let me jump in and give a couple examples here. Yeah. So we can have something, uh, one of the most, I'd say, um, common examples of this, especially within the dating, and we're gonna, we wanna talk about what women want on a whole, but really since it's February, we're talking about love and romance. Mm -hmm. A lot of the guys out there are wondering romantically, how do we sure. get a date and what do women want in that, in that uh, area? And so one of the things I remember growing up with, you know, as a kid who didn't really understand this whole thing, is a lot of times you hear girls, I mean, even in high school say, I just want a good guy. Yeah. I just want a yeah. good guy who's funny and nice and sweet. Yes, yeah. so you go, you you mistakenly believe they mean that. <laughs> <laughs> and so you go, okay. as long as I'm funny. <laughs> oh, it's so yeah. well, no, I mean, we do. Like well, you say that, but it's interesting. But at having experienced what it's like to be a young kid mm -hmm. uh, who, who who likes girls and gets crushes, and you go, all I have to do is be funny and sweet. And then you go out and you make people laugh yeah. and you are sweet. And then she goes for, you know, the bad Chad. boy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you're going, wait, hold on. You told me funny and sweet would get me the date. And here you are with a guy who's neither funny, nor is he sweet at all. And, mm. and by the way, this high school or, or schoolyard comparison carries through really through the rest of life. And that's something I've heard echoed from a lot of guys yeah. that women say, I want a nice, sweet guy. And then they go and they date all, guy, all the guys who are neither nice mm. nor sweet. A good boy, a bad boy, a good bad boy, a half good, half bad, half boy. And so what is your answer <laughs> to that? <laughs> you know what? I, I, actually, I think you make a very good point there. I think a lot of women, it's almost universal, I would say, have the experience of they really want a guy that they feel they can count on, that they, that will be there for them, that will answer their texts within 10 minutes. And yet, we seem to be falling into this trap of dating guys that are really unhealthy and really bad for us. And I think it's, it's hard to pin down every woman's experience here because I think of course we're all really different, but- No, <laughs> that's wrong, right? <laughs> I, I think a lot of it stems from the fact that while women do want a good guy, someone mm -hmm. to make them laugh, someone to answer their texts, they still want someone that kind of, I don't know how to put this, but kind of like awakens their inner adventurer, if that mm. makes sense. Mm. That that kind of takes them into a new world, if mm. that makes sense. So because when women say they want someone nice and sweet, it's not that they don't, it's not that they don't want someone nice and sweet. Yeah. It's comma. And also, <laughs> or asterisks. See, you know, bottom of page for the continuation well, of this list. So right, here, here, right, let me right. let me let me um posit something to you that's that's been helpful for me and see if this sounds makes sense or resonates. Okay. So one of the things I found is that, you know, is that yes, like you said, wants someone who's a good person, you know, yeah. because everybody wants if they're going to be in a, a long-term relationship with anyone, romantic or otherwise, they want business partnership, friendship, whatever, they want to be a good person. Yeah. And someone you can actually have a friendship relationship with. But 
you also do want somebody who is capable of being a leader, being, uh, you know, being a highly skilled, someone mm. who is highly confident. The problem is it's very difficult to balance the, you know, it's, it's very difficult to be extremely caring right. and be highly confident because if you care a lot about people's feelings, then it's hard to be confident because you're going to be, you know, stepping on those fears. Well, I've yeah. heard, you know, when I've been confident yeah. in myself, I've heard you're being egocentric. Yes. And so, so I think that one of the things is the skills that it takes to be somebody who is confident and competent and charismatic can oftentimes, um, uh, oftentimes step on the skills that it takes, the character traits that it takes to be a good, decent, caring person. Now, it doesn't mean yeah. you can't have those both at the same time, but those are two separate skills that are often come into conflict. Does that yeah. make sense? Does that? No, I, I agree with you. I think the interesting difference that I see between a lot of men and women is men have a very short list of the things that they want in a woman, mm. typically. Like, yeah. I, I think- Pretty. <laughs> a lot of times, like, it, it's not all that long. And it's yeah. also not that difficult to decipher what they mean when they say what pretty they want. <laughs> pretty but doesn't no, yell I, at me all the time yeah. <laughs> i i agree women and i i've seen this in so many studies that i've um looked at from the articles that i write about relationships all the time women do take a lot more into account so it's ah, like yeah. there, there's this whole like oh women don't care about looks thing that's really not true at all but hmm. Women care about looks and this, that, and the other thing. Yeah. So it's like mm. men care about like A, B, C, and D, and women really care about like A through Z. Yeah. And we're willing. <laughs> yes. And we're willing to sort of sacrifice certain things that yeah. we that we look for. But there's in, definitely in a, a hierarchy. Yeah. There's there's a hierarchy, and and it's you have to decide what your non-negotiables are. And I think a lot of women have similar non-negotiables. But so I, what are some, I was going to say, yeah. what are some of those? Because yeah. you give it, because that's okay. Because you, <laughs> and again, if you want to get some more detailed advice on this, you know, just Google Kelia Clarkson. You know, and the yeah. Things. Actually, you're talking about this on. You're basically is for women, but I encourage all the guys out there to go to your new magazine, uh, the Wallflower yeah. WallflowerJournal.com, because you will find a lot of insights into how the ladies are thinking. Yes. Yeah. And it's very, yes. it's very good. It's very thoughtful and 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 self-aware. But yeah, so what are some of the things that you say, like, you know, for, for a lot of women are the non-negotiables or the things that are really important? And some okay. of the studies you've talked about yeah. in terms of those things. I want to clarify the question a little bit. Yes. yes. I want to say, not just what are some of the things because like you said, funny and sweet are important. Yeah. But you know, as kids, we were like, well, hold on. It doesn't seem like those are important. What are the highest things? And again, mm -hmm. this is not all women, but what do you find in your experience with girls, with your friends, with other women? What do you find that the most common top few things that are really important? And and by the way, by the I, by the guys that they actually pick, you know, you see when and this yeah, might and this might be um I'm going to put you in a weird spot, but oh. I think women sometimes say what they should say. Like, I want him to be funny, sweet, and smart. <laughs> yeah. And it's okay to say I want him to be handsome. Oh, so yeah. I want to hear the realistic. Not only because it will be an indirect compliment to Nathan Clarkson. <laughs> <It's true. laughs> because everything I'm about to say, he has in spades. Yes! <laughs> oh, God. Uh, <laughs> what are the top, like, that you found, like, like the top five things that women really are important and mm. that they will not? A budge on that that, okay. is, that comes yeah. in when they're considering a date or even a mate that they say these are the things I need at least long term mm -hmm. not to go on a date but really long term I will not commit to somebody who doesn't have these top five things you know I think a lot of women their non-negotiables probably look something like this and I know it's so funny that you're that you've been saying like oh well women want a funny guy but that's not a lot 
women absolutely want a funny guy. If mm-hmm. you cannot make me laugh, adios. You, yeah. And it's sad because, you know, I, I feel like probably a lot of men don't feel like that about women, but that is a non-negotiable. There's an interesting study about that that I'll talk about later. Yes, yeah. yes, <laughs> good, we good, will good. talk about it. But yeah, I think that's probably one of the non-negotiables. And then um, I, I would say a, a man who is aspiring to something uh, or has, yep. yeah, has dreams of a sort, but not, not, see, okay, here, yeah. here we go. Okay, yeah. maybe it's not so easy what we want. But <laughs> <laughs> we come to it. <laughs> I don't get it. Okay, so not dreams of like, I'm going to, you know, win an Oscar one day. It's a great thing to aspire to, but also are his dreams tethered to reality and yeah. something that we can actually see him making money from and supporting us from. So he's actually making because, real life steps yes, towards it. exactly. Yeah. Because, no, I'm going to be a bazillionist. Well, that's the difference between dreams and ambition. Exactly. Yes, yeah. yeah, exactly. I, ambition is probably goals, a better, goals, yeah. that's probably a better word to use because that to us signals, okay, this is a man who's taking his life seriously. And a lot of women still want kids and, you know, some don't, but a lot of us do. And if we want that, we're going to find a guy that we think is going to be able to support us when we're not able to work. Yeah. Um, so that, that's a really important thing. Humor. Okay. Ambition. Yes. I I will say this about humor too. Humor is, it's, it's funny, no pun intended, because (laughs) I think it's an indication that someone understands reality um, and is willing to look at the world with a smile. Yeah. And so is, yeah. is that a fair assessment as to Absolutely. why women might, because you want to be with someone who's willing to smile about things? What's interesting about, yeah. humor, about humor is that they've done some studies recently. They used to think that humor was simply a marker of intelligence. Mm. Okay. And the thing is they found that people are, are more, if even if the person has demonstrated intelligence, but they don't demonstrate humor, they prefer the person who demonstrates humor rather than intelligence. Because mm, it has a positive association. Yes, I can, I, can, I, mm. I can make life more enjoyable. Yes, I can That's laugh true. with you. I can, okay. And then the ambition is you want to see a man who isn't just sitting around, who, who wants something from the world. Yes. And who wants and to do something. Capable of providing. Now, yes. I'm interested as a caveat. You don't just mean a guy who goes, I'm going to be a millionaire. Even if he realistically could, you mean someone who's doing something meaningful. Yes, yes, okay. absolutely. No, I mean, the. I don't think any woman is attracted to a guy who is just, it's sort of in it just to make a million and make money. Yeah. At, like, no evil. matter what happens yeah. to anyone else. Um, <laughs> no, absolutely. I, I think it, exactly what you said. I okay. Agree. Well, so, so, like, there's, there's been different studies where, you can show a woman some uh, two men. One is rich, and one it looks a little bit poor. But if you find out that the guy who's a bit poor mm-hmm. is working, is high, is is highly successful at a nonprofit, like he yeah. will be more oh. attractive than the guy who's the millionaire, but who's like I don't know, you know, who's who's I don't know. He's like so that's the common misconception mm-hmm. yeah. bunked right yeah. there. It's not the amount in your wallet yes. that women attracted to; it's the amount of your uh, what of your it demonstrates about you to yeah. help to do yeah. something new. Okay. So we yes. have um, ambition and humor. Ambition and humor. Okay, let's get let's get five on the board. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, I think another one that comes to mind is a man that can show her life from a new perspective. And what I mean is Ooh. someone who takes her out of her comfort zone Ooh. and offers something entirely new that she wouldn't have experienced without him. Women like a man with depth. When I speak to a girl, I always express my true feelings in a sensitive way. What? If that makes sense. Oh. 
So a whole new world. <laughs> I was gonna do it, or Nathan Share was gonna Nathan put Cher that in there. right now. <laughs> Nathan Share, I will now leave a moment for the song. Editor's note: No, I'm not apologizing. Okay, there. Thank it is. you. There yeah. we go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so that's that's interesting. So it's. You want an, you want access to an experience or a perspective of life that you wouldn't be able to find on your own. Now, yes. would that include intelligent someone, not just like someone who can take you on trips, right. or but would that include something like a, a well-read guy, a mm. guy who can give you? So you say, is, so it's like they don't just take you traveling. There's vision casting, yeah, philosophy, if you will. <laughs> there's uh, whether it's movies or yeah. things they read. So how do, what does that look like? Yeah. yeah. Well, so I think one of the things that first attracted me to Nathan was... Oh, here it goes. <laughs> oh, man. Now was, you know why he actually yeah. wanted to do this. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Was um, that he, he introduced me to a lot of new concepts and worlds that I hadn't run into before. And that I didn't meet anyone else, any other guys that were talking about these things. You introduced me to my faith in many ways. You introduced me mm. to philosophy and uh, talking about films and the way that you talk about them. So I think women really value feeling like they are being added to someone else's world, if that makes sense. Mm. Not that women don't want their own world. Of course we do. Well, and, and you brought but, things to my world that I yeah, but, but, but you want a combination want, of worlds. We want someone who has a whole world that we can step into um. and, and enjoy. That so that's the thing is that, you know, like this is something that everyone should be cultivating is yeah. a world of their own that they can actually invite someone in. So basically yeah. what Keely is saying is that I mansplained my way into a world. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Mansplained. <laughs> I don't know if we're talking about exactly what I think I'm going to write a book called How to Mansplain Your Way. I don't think that's what mansplaining is. And, and the tagline will be like, what mansplaining is. Yeah. <laughs> and how to use it to your advantage. Yes. Yeah. And how to I, mean, I mean, the, the sad thing is you would actually get a, Probably. a lot of money. Actually, you know, leave, leave that on the Overthinkers Facebook group. If you want me to write a book called How to Use Mansplaining to Your Advantage and Get Chicks, let me know. I'll write it. It sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> I have dreams and ambition. <laughs> Forward. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So that's that, that's, that's a fantastic one. Okay. Yeah. For I, I want you to be a little honest. Here. I am about to be honest. Okay. 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 Well, I will put you into it. So we'll look like you know. No, no. I am about to be honest. We want to be attracted physically to mm, yeah to the man that we're dating. Okay. And so how did you pull that off? Yeah. <laughs> I have a I have a face built for podcasts. <laughs> no. Um, it was a miracle and she's blind. So, but, um, okay, so I have follow-up questions. Okay, Because true. attraction physically, I'm not talking, because we talked about attraction to the world, which would be mentally, spiritually, those yeah. kind of things. Yeah. Attraction physically can strike heart, uh, fear into the hearts of many men. Oh, right? Yeah. Because I, I, I think there's one thing that a lot of um, culture doesn't talk about very often, which yeah. is I, I know how awful magazines and TV shows and body image things are for women. Oh, yeah. But and I know it's not and I'm not even saying they're um, they're equal, mm -hmm. but there is a lot of insecurity that goes unexpressed with men about body standards yeah. in a million different ways. I have had um, multiple, 
I've been insecure about my body my entire life. Yeah. I'm too heavy. Yeah. I'm too skinny. I'm not muscular enough. I'm too bulky. Um, you know, I know a lot of men who aren't, they feel I'm not tall enough. I'm not this enough. I'm yeah. not bad enough. I'm not uh, ripped enough. And so when it comes to physical attraction, mm-hmm. um, it is, it, and as some, as a, woman you can understand how culture can put the you know we watch marvel movies (laughs) looking at like basically every marvel actor male actor is contractually obligated to be shirtless at least once every marvel movie (laughs) we we love these movies we all know watching them i would not be hired for that role as i am right now Mm. and so when we hear that physical attraction is on the top five things at least in your opinion that you've heard you know in your in your basically elected yeah yes every woman does that mean that uh you know you hear all the time um uh, there it's rather crass but there's a there's a term that women use for he has to be this uh this much this this and this this yeah and it's all physical and yeah. it's and that can really be difficult for guys does that mean that if we're a little heavy if we're not tall enough that if we you know don't have abs does that mean too bad <laughs> um no it, it does not mean too bad and so here's the thing physical attraction to a man does not have to look like, you, you know, he's, um, he's Captain America. six foot two. Yeah. Captain America, whatever. Just total, um, a peak of whatever of yeah. Captain God. American. Yeah. Exactly. It does not have to look like that. I think the biggest thing for women is, and this is going to sound so stupid. Are you confident in yourself and who you are? And are you investing Hmm. in who you are? So yes, physically, are you going to the gym not to be ripped and and look like you work with a personal trainer? Most people aren't going to look like that. That's okay. Yeah. But are you just watching what you eat, going to the gym, dressing for your body type? That's Mm. a really big thing. Taking showers, taking showers, trimming Uh, your beard, wearing cologne. Like, are you working? Are you putting the most effort into working with what you have? Yeah. Because like, you know, what you have, that's kind of, you know, you're, you're stuck with it, right? Yes. You're kind of stuck with your face. <laughs> to a degree, yes. To, yeah, essentially. You're, you're I've been stuck, stuck with, with this face of... for 32 <laughs> years. <laughs> you know, you can improve small things here and there. Um, but the biggest thing is, are you putting effort into being the best version I, I th- of yourself? I think that's really, that's really cool to mention. Because like the, the amount that it matters to say like, well you are sure yet you're never going to look like chris hemsworth yeah but you do look like you work out i work out yeah at least some like you're investing in that you do look like you are dressing for your body type you do look like you are you know trimming your beard you're cutting your hair in a way that looks good on your face yeah and you you smell nice whenever i see you that's a big thing the other thing that so it's taking care of your physical body so it's more of it's not just it's not actually about the end result as no. much as it's kind of about that ambition thing. So a little bit about the end result. A lot, yeah. of, it. <laughs> a lot of it is about, is he the kind of person who takes care of his physical appearance? Oh, yes. And I think what's what's also, and again, just cool about women is that, uh, as you talked about, it is complicated that women have so many things that are on the table. Yeah. But it is an advantage in this regard where it's like, yes, you know, if you are less physically attractive, there are still a bunch of other things mm-hmm. you can, yeah. uh, you can um, leverage it's in true. that way. And so that's, um, okay, cool. So we have the, those four things we said, oh, wait, wait, wait which, what uh, number? Humor, humor, ambition, ambition, uh, world, world, sharing, sharing, uh, physical attraction. Physical. Okay, we need one more. I'm really having a hard time thinking about this one. Guys. Okay, so we're going to 
<laughs> pick, pick a random one. I, oh, we might have to pause the, the podcast no. and, and pick up. Well, wait, let me just read an article that I wrote because I just. How long have you really been so, a woman? So, all this illustrates is that women don't know what they want. Well, so, there's this. No, so, 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 I'll give her some time because there is actually this movie called P.S. I Love You, which has this incredible oh, line yeah. in it where a guy says, actually says to a, the, the female lead, he says, okay, what do women want? Because some women say they want this, some people women say they want this, and but when you do uh, do what they want, they do the opposite thing. So what is it that women actually want? And she says, here, I'll tell you the secret. Women actually don't know what they want. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think we just had no, that perfectly funny. illustrated. Okay. <laughs> so I haven't actually no, I checked. four wonderful things. Yes, yeah, you struggled with five. Oh, okay. I, I think I, I have a check to see if that movie was written by a man or a woman yet that's so, not true <laughs> yes. well probably a man. yeah okay yeah. go ahead you have your five uh oh, oh i forgot um <laughs> i i had it right there and then i forgot we're definitely gonna have to ed- edit some of this out we won't um, <laughs> <laughs> but i will edit this thing <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you'll have to pry nathan's cold dead hands <laughs> off of the episode look into your hard drive and open your mercy file File not found. <laughs> um, okay, okay, okay. Here's something. Um, this is gonna sound silly, and you will probably have some pushback. Women want a man who isn't afraid to talk about his feelings. Okay. Okay. And <laughs> what, I, what I mean Wait, is, let her finish. Then we boo. We we want a man who is willing to enter into a conversation with us where we feel like we can express what mm-hmm. we've been yeah. feeling. He'll express what he's been feeling. Mm. And he is emotionally mature enough and articulate enough yeah. to talk to us about what's going on in this world. Yes. Because that, that's kind of the thing that so many women have experienced where we don't know what's going on in his mind and yeah. he doesn't know how to express what's going on in his mind. Sensitivity, sensitivity. Show that girl you really give a deep. Show her your mind is occupied with more than the pictures in the TV guide. Oh, okay. So this has happened, actually. I'll give you a little peek into our relationship. I'm not (laughs) Even I don't get this on the podcast. This is good good TV. Um, So I'm not an especially an emotional person. Even when I yeah. do feel emotions, everyone feels emotions. I analyze my emotions <laughs> through the lens of like I like a science like a science experiment. Yeah. Hmm. Why am I feeling this? What yes. evidence do I have that this is the reason? Blah yeah. blah 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 blah. Yeah. yeah. Um. And married to you, you and th- again, we're not using gender stereotypes. This is Nathan and Keely. So we'll just do. No, that no, reason. you represent all men and all. Yeah. <laughs> but Keely is more in touch with her emotions. She knows what she's feeling, and she feels things. I think about. I feel the, I think, I feel through my thoughts. <laughs> you think about what you're feeling. Yes, I think about what I'm feeling it. and yeah. also feel about what I'm thinking. Yeah. yeah. Um, you stand outside <laughs> of your feelings while you're yes. feeling them and analyze them as all, almost as if you're an impartial observer, even yes. if you're not. Yes. Oh, and so that's a good way to put impartial. it. And so it was an interesting, one of the great things I think has strengthened both of us in being married to each other is I have had to learn one, to be more attuned and sensitive to emotions. That is not natural for, the, for yeah, this guy. And, and how you're expressing something that you're feeling. Or, or if you're feeling something, yeah. I'm not just going to go, well, do this and do this and do this. And you're like, I, I would, what I want, yeah, we will get to that in a little bit, but yeah. what I want is to sit and just 
will you feel with me, or at least be with me as I feel this. Thing. Oh, absolutely. It's I, not about the, the, the It's not yeah, about the yeah, Exactly. It's, it's not about fixing the problem necessarily no. at this very if moment. You don't, if you no, don't get the at, reference, then just Google on you, just type in YouTube. It's not about the mail. But it's not about fixing the problem at this very moment. No, yeah, yeah. It's about being in the pain with yeah, me, if that yeah, makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Stepping into it. <laughs> You know, and, and, well, and this is something that's that's very interesting. You talked about the experience, sort of, of of um, of women being being in relationships with men that they they like and they're attracted to because they're in that relationship. Yeah. But the man is not actually able to do the relational work of actually being able to communicate about his feelings and enter into that relationship in an intelligent way. Because and here's yeah. the thing: women are going to have to deal with your feelings. It's going to come out and it's going to affect her and hurt her. Yeah. whether or not you're able to actually understand them and articulate them and express them. Yes. Yeah. And so this is like one of, there was a study that came out recently that, that, that was like, what's this whole weird thing about like men are happy in a relationship with their spouse is expressing that they're happy. Whereas women are happy in a relationship when she's expressed, he's expressing that he's unhappy. And the reason for that, <laughs> oh, no. hold, on, hold on, hold on. The reason for this was because she kind of suspected when he was not expressing he was unhappy that he was secretly unhappy but not expressing. Oh. I think I am different from other women. Sure, sure. And again, again, hashtag not all women. Well, yeah. she's also married to someone with mental illness. Yes, she's, like, she's, she's happy for a day. I'm like, I I'm think happy. I'm okay. Yes, yeah, but that just speaks to that is a, a common experience of fear that women have is like men are that. not capable of expressing this negative feeling that they're having. I can see that. And I think is I think where, where a lot of guys get get um get tripped up is they think I'm actually really good at expressing being in touch with my emotions and expressing feelings and stuff like that. And yet girls want me as a friend and not as somebody to date. Mm. And the thing is that this is the trick is that the mm. thing is you need the both and this is the yeah. this is the trick where you know people always I remember when we had our Keanu Reeves moment where everybody loved Keanu Reeves. Yes. yes. Why do we love Keanu Reeves? And he says, well, because he, people said, because he's so humble and he'll stand on stage and say, you know, like people, somebody says, it's like, you're, you know, you're breathtaking. He says, no, you're breathtaking. It's like, mm. no, no, no. People like him because he's <laughs> humble and he's the handsome, successful movie star. Yes. Right. So thinks, right. It's when somebody who has a high degree of status, admirability, Mm. is competent confident all those things is while humble, still humble whilst it yes. is, is attractive what's attractive again is somebody who is able to be attractive in different ways and is in touch with their feelings you yeah. have to have the both and for it's it true. one it's thing true. i've noticed that and i'm gonna put words in your mouth but you have said okay. this before i'm gonna remind you he's just expanding female voices no but what you have said before too is also it's knowing it's men knowing when and where to yeah. share their feelings mm. and emotions. Yeah. Not just how, because I, you're right, how is important, right? Yeah. Uh, we do need to learn to articulate that. And it's helpful. Women don't want to have to guess what their, their yeah. man is feeling all the time. They yeah. want, and they also want to be let in. But it's also the when and where you've you've expressed you're not an emotional person, Nathan, but it means a lot that you decide to open up to me. I'm the person That's that true. we share that you share your emotions with. It's not everywhere. With everyone, so I can trust that you, you know, you. Well, that's the thing that's is true. the skill to be able to choose when you uh, share emotions is important because and with whom, when with whom, yeah. Because you know, again, this is something women have talked about with me is that it's they often want the feeling to be able to express their emotions, they even break down when they want to, and sometimes in order to do that, the guy has to not. What well, yeah. this mm. is interesting. It's like you know, again, if there's a really um, stressful situation going on. She will often want the freedom to be able to freak out, 
But in order to do that, he has to be someone who's capable of not freaking out. But I, I have an additive to this. Yes. And I want to hear you. I want to say, I think that what I recommend is not, you know, Jesus said something along the lines of don't entrust your heart to everyone. Uh, and yeah. I think that a lot of guys, um, especially particular kind of guys like this, when a, a lot of sweet men, generally good kind men, think that entrusting their heart and emotions to a girl will actually win them. Uh, yeah. girl. And to me, you know, the, the term is usually about sex and it's usually told to women. Um, he's not going to buy the cow if he gets the milk for free. Yeah. I would say that in reference to emotion sharing for men. Uh, I agree. Think that someone yeah. needs to earn the right for you to be emotional in front of them. I agree with you. And, I, and I'm not saying... Because I think um, it's a, it, it is an intimate moment when you share your inner world and emotions with somebody. And I think that someone needs to earn that right. And I think that women don't want to necessarily, and tell me if I'm wrong, I, I want you to finish this up, this up. I think that I've noticed that women do want someone to be emotional yeah. with them when yeah. they're in a committed relationship. Yes, Not absolutely. Before. No, I think if you do it before, again, okay, this is kind of difficult to women do want weird things i guess but, <laughs> but, oh, finally. It. no but it if you do it before you are intimate on a on an emotional level with someone before they've earned that right you run the risk of coming on too strong and i think mm, this is yeah. this is a an issue that I, I think a lot of women actually run into is like mm. it's entrusting their heart to to people too quickly but, but very often men will ask for the and trust they want the body first yeah oh absolutely and women will give it up in hopes of enticing then the man want a relationship with and them now that. and it looks like the yeah. men will give up the more emotional aspect and just kind of a, a lot committed of people, relationship yeah slip yeah. around emotionally almost yeah in hopes that that'll entice a woman to stay with him and it yeah. has the same effect yeah absolutely because every man hears oh woman wants an, uh, an emotional man they, they want a man in touch with his feelings and all, all you know, that a, a man yeah yes exactly a, but also there is something to say to be said for being a safe place for someone and not everyone can be a safe place for you. Mm, yeah. And so you have to pick your safe places very carefully. And, and it I probably think, should happen with the result in the context of commitment. Yes, I, I think it should. I think that's very interesting. Well, this is what you see when you look at romance novels, actually. The 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 male character is somebody who does not share their emotions with anyone yeah. except she wins that from him. Yes, oh, yes. And then those and vice versa with her body. With her body, exactly. And, <laughs> yeah. And that's and, that is, and that's again, romance novel levels are really popular with women. And so it's like that's right. what they're actually that that follows if you're saying that that is what women are looking for, that does no that, that. That's true. That makes Absolutely. Sense. Um, yeah. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Okay. So, so I didn't cry in front of my wife until our wedding night. <laughs> 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 you yeah, probably have to break that one. Yeah. No, I, I think what here's the interesting thing that I'm getting from from this and again this is sort of you know again I went through this journey too where it was like you know I heard you know I I had one narrative about like women had all the women tell me look this is what this is what we want and this is how you as a man have to behave in order to be a good man yeah and yeah. so like a checklist on this is a checklist it's like you know and 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 you know go having all their bad experiences with men and then going to me and saying, here, here are all the ways to not be like all the guys I don't like. Yeah. And, and internalizing that and saying, okay, trying to be that way because I care about women as well as men. I care about people being loved and cared for and wanting to do that. Mm -hmm. And then getting, you know, getting very clear slap that, okay, this, the choices do not match uh, mm. what, what is being said. The order. Yeah. The order, the order. Choices yeah. do not match the order. And then having to come to a piece about that to not, 
um, dislike women because I feel like I've been, you know, uh, been been lied to yeah. by them. And one of the things that I came to that was very extremely healthy is they is, you know, there is a thing of like, okay, what do women want is a question I think is fine for guys to ask and to have listen to podcasts like this <laughs> that, you know, yeah. given and and you know, read the Wallflower Journal to get, you know, get yeah. insights and, and to understand people who are both the same as you and different than you is always a good thing. Mm. However, one of the things that's even more important is then, then saying, okay, we're going to decide what do we want, is actually, I think, becoming a person worth desiring and mm. becoming a person who's actually, you know, can you say entering a world, having a world to enter, you know, a yeah. lot of these qualities you're talking about are just, you know, be an admirable person who is like, you know, has ambition, who yeah. is funny, who, who laughs at life, yeah. laughs at life, who's in things, who wants things. And chasing those things, chasing bettering yourself as a person outside, outside the context, outside the context of trying to get someone to like you yes. mm. is actually the Absolutely. first thing you should do. And it's this sort of corny cliche thing, but like have a mission to pursue and yeah. a goal for yourself to be beyond having somebody else like you is the first thing to go after. That's so true. That is so true. I think we were watching something the other night where there's this guy trying to get a date and he's so desperate yeah. and every woman at the party is just turning him down. Frazier. Yeah. And, and, you know, he has a good job. He's, yeah. you know, not, not Captain America, yeah. but he's, yeah. he's okay. He's, you know, attractive enough. And yet he just can't get a woman to give him his, her number. Yeah. And it's, they said they can smell it on you. Yes. In the, in and, the episode was, it, I can't remember who told me, it was basically, we, I could tell that you were only doing this or being nice yes. or being kind because yeah. you wanted something from me. Exactly. Yeah. Instead of just being a good person, just yeah. no matter who is looking yeah. at you or whatever. Now, I would say, again, as a Christian, I would say you should make your mission, you know, uh, your God and building the kingdom of God. Yes. First, yeah. as your first thing. And yeah. then, of course, you want to have someone companionship and include something in that. Yeah. I've heard that. a lot of women say that one of the quickest ways they can evaluate whether they, they not, not just like or attractive men, but w would continue going out with him or have a relationship with, with him on the first date is how he treats mm. um, working staff. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. Work, he doesn't, there's no need for him yeah. to treat them well. To want something from them. He yeah. doesn't need, yeah, there's no, so if he doesn't treat them well, but he's treating you well, that means and indicates this person is not um, a good person <laughs> yeah. unless he's getting something out of it. But if he does yes. treat them well, it means he's a more authentically and holistically um, stable, whole, kind person that I can trust will be kind to me, not only when he wants something. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, so I uh, I think Keely will let you have the last word. Oh. Um, and then- um, Sum up what do women <laughs> what What is this something we haven't covered that you would like to talk about to wrap this up? I, I don't feel like we haven't covered anything, but what I will say is maybe it is a little bit complicated what exactly women want, especially because every woman does want something a little bit different. But mm -hmm. I think in this episode, you, found, you will find five things that anyone can do, anyone is capable of. You don't have to be, like we said, Captain America or anything to achieve being a person worth dating. The power is yours. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. I, I saw this article. I forgot who put it up, but it was um, it was the other way around. It was like, if you're not a queen, why would you think that you deserve a king? And it's kind of the same thing. It's sure. like, if you're not a king, or if you're not investing in yourself in that way, why would you think you deserve a queen? But mm. um, 
Yeah, I think we've covered everything, honestly. Cool. We, yeah. we literally covered everything. <laughs> we figured it out. Guys, Plato couldn't solve this. <laughs> Aristotle couldn't solve this. We did this. it in 30 and minutes. But the overthinkers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but see, we had what they didn't have. A woman actually talked yeah. to yeah. I, I think that's the big difference. Step one, find a woman. <laughs> <laughs> Trust but verify. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, cool. Well, now we get to move on to uh, at least some people's favorite segment of the overthinkers, lessons and curses. And by the way, you don't get a choice. You have to go first because ladies first. And no. if you don't, uh, <laughs> sorry. It has uh, to happen. And of course, okay. yes, we talk about some work of art, media, pop culture, resource that can help you uh with uh, or is good for the topic of today's episode so kelia yes you, you don't have an excuse because you know how these work you've been on these before oh, that <laughs> so, i have yes so um what is something that you would like to bless or curse involve and or curse involved in um okay. what women want well i'm going to start with my curse because i want to end on a positive note nice uh. so <laughs> so i i'm first going to curse i think it's a mini series um yeah, I'm pretty sure it's a miniseries called Run. And uh, I cursed this a while ago. You, Good. You yeah. We're We are. <laughs> um, I think it came out in 2020, pretty sure. That sounds about and, right. And yeah, because I think I remember being quarantined. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. anyway, I don't think that affected the way that I um, received Don, it. What was his name? Don, Don, Donald Gleason. Gleason. Donald Gleason, yes. Which, which is a, he's a wonderful actor. And so is she. Yes. I love both of these I actors. I forgot what I saw of him, but I really liked whatever it was. But um, but this particular miniseries shows two people who I believe dated in college years and years ago, and they've since moved on and created their own families. And one of them has to text the other one, run, years later. Mm. And if they get that text, they have to drop their entire life. And to so, so, me, so it's a horrible decision. <laughs> yeah. It's, and so it, it basically, it shows this woman just she's bored with her husband, you know, he's too nice, which is just the silliest thing, but she, you know, she's yeah, bored, she's, she's tired of being a mom and, yeah. and the life that she chose. And she just decides to run off with this man that she hasn't known for probably 10 years at this wow. point. And, you know, it, it sends the message of like, women need you to be adventurous and, and the nice guy always finishes last. And I if, think and if you're not adventurous, they have the right to abandon you and go cheat on you. With a man that she dated 10 years ago. Yes. Yes. And it, it sends a message of that nice guys finish last, which I think is so toxic for yeah. young men. Yeah. There's so many young men that are really disenchanted with dating and women in general because they really believe that nice guys finish last. Yeah. And things like this just compound the issue. Yeah. Yeah. So Reinforces I, that. that's yeah. why I curse it. That's no, I, that's <laughs> a good way. I also think it romanticizes um, infidelity and yeah. breaking up families. Oh, yeah. <laughs> statistically, yeah. is really harmful for individuals, Everyone. children, yeah. husbands, yeah. wives, and culture on a whole. And I don't like when TV shows ask us to get behind and root for characters who are actively being toxically destructive yes, yes. like it, yes. it used to be like, and romanticizing they, they would do movies and shows like this but they would have like well the the, the husband or whatever is cheating or something like that yes so it's okay but now they're, yeah. they're not even doing that no now he's just nice <laughs> he's, just, <laughs> he's just paying the bills <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah so okay that, that makes sense that's, that's yeah. really good yep okay yeah. cool. um okay more my bless, bless. my bless is eighth grade directed uh, by okay eighth he has this whole thing about the way I pronounce A, but I'm just going to continue. A. Okay. <laughs> anyway, directed by, Bo oh my goodness, Bo Burnham, that's it. Um, oh my goodness. 
this movie, when I saw it in theaters, I, I don't cry for many movies. But can honestly. I tell the story? Sure. <laughs> so we're watching and, you know, it's a, a room full of um, couples because it's, a, you know, uh, I can't remember when it came out, but it was a couple movie yeah. that, that I'm guessing most of the wives and girlfriends said, come on, I want to see this. So, but I love Bo Burnham, so I was very happy to go see it. Yeah. So we're sitting there and we're sitting, sitting next to a, another couple and I look over and Keely is just, <laughs> just crying, tears down the face. Yeah. And then I look over next to Keely, who is the next couple next to her is the, the woman in the couple. And she is <laughs> crying tears on her face too. And there's this magic little moment where Keely and this girl, all silent, I'm just watching, I'm watching them instead of the movie. They turn to each other and the girl takes a tissue silently wordlessly give it to Kelia because they both understand this is a woman's experience yeah. and they dab their eyes. It was very sweet. It, named it the boyfriend, is, lock eyes and laugh. So it was, it was a magical moment. And if I ever write a book, it'll be in the book. But um, the reason I just adored this movie is it captured so well. And I don't know how Bo Burnham did this being a 30 year old man. So yeah. weird to me, but um, it's so beautifully captured the experience of mm. women and finding their identity and, and longing to feel like someone cares about them mm. and, and like they mean something in the world. Yeah. And it just so beautifully captured it. And also, you know, it, it centered around a very um, awkward 13 year old with whom I had just a little bit too much in common. <laughs> <laughs> I will so. I'll say every single woman who I have talked to adores this movie except yeah. for one and the only one she wanted to know who does it hate it because it was too close to home mm. well too there you so, go. so i was like so like if you want to peek into the experience of being you know a, a, something that every girl who has gotten older than this eighth yes. grade has gone through watch this movie yes well and this was also made um by bo bo burnham what song um called Oh, uh, well, you know, it's, um, oh, what are we talking lower about? your expectations. Yes, yes. <laughs> well, I actually, I, he does, um, he does have a, a perspective into, I will say, a real insightful perspective into men and women, but I want to uh, read just real quick. The <laughs> it is genius. Yeah. It really is. Uh, well, I'll read it later, but it's, but he has this whole song about, um, the unrealistic standards that both men and women want from each other. Yes. Yes. A guy that's sweet, but really cool and tough. tough. Yes. <laughs> who likes all his, who likes to care for stuff. Yes. yes. <laughs> likes all of your friends without being attractive. And the same thing for, you know, for uh, the, on the opposite. Yeah, yeah, unrealistic expectations of that half for women, yes. Yeah, and it's the, at the very end of each of the verses, it says, lower your expectations. It's true. <laughs> we all need to lower our expectations. Yes. Because yes. we all suck. But love can make a suck less. Um, but or just realize we're human and yeah, deceit right. potential. But that's a great bless. I will go next. Uh, for cool. blesses and curses. Unless you have more to say. No, I was done. Okay, I figured we have one accord again. Yes. Uh, you got those uh, <laughs> marriage room. Marriage mental powers. <laughs> we have an apartment. Get a room, you two. We're in a room. Well, then lose some weight. <laughs> <laughs> um... So my bless, I'm going to bless Ladybird. I know it's not incredibly original, um, but I love this movie. I mean, Greta Gerwig's absolutely phenomenal, by yep. the way. Agreed. Um, and I, what I love about this movie is it is about a young woman, it's a coming-of-age tale, obviously, who is trying to find the answer to her innate desires. Mm -hmm. And so it gives a real interesting understanding of both 
what it is that young women, and again, this is very human, I can relate to this, yeah. but what it is that a young woman truly wants and desires, and it gives you a visceral experience of her looking for that um, in a very particularly unique way. And yeah, I just really, aside from that, it's great acting, great relationships, yeah. well shot, great story, but it did give me insight into mm -hmm. what it is like to be a young woman, to have those desires yeah. and to seek out answers to those desires. And I love mm -hmm. the ending of the movie when it comes to more a full realization of what it is actually that she wants. Yeah. And so I think it's a beautiful depiction of, um, of a coming of age in womanhood and, and I just love it. I think Saoirse Ronan was great and I think, um, uh, Everybody's uh, great in it. Yeah, Greta Gerwig's fantastic. Oh yeah, my gosh, yeah. yes. No. So I love that. I'm going to curse. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know if this will make people mad or not. It made me mad. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you should know that Keila, that one of my favorite shows of all time is How I Same. Met Your Mother. Yep. Uh, just absolutely yes. love it. So insightful. I, in fact, so I could bless good. How I Met Your Mother. Yeah. Uh, it is so insightful into what women want, what men want, how we are, the, the shared humanity and the specifics of each. And I love How I Met Your Mother. And the specifics about the modern dating scene. Yes. It looks like. Yes. Movie, yeah. So I'll bless How I Met Your Mother. I love it. It's so it, it's not perfect, no. but I love so much about it. And it really, and it got us through 2020 lockdown. <laughs> I got to show Keely. <laughs> And so we were obviously very excited when we heard that there was going to be a reboot called How I Met Your Father. Oh, honey. So excited. I know. Uh, so yeah, my, <laughs> youth, my, youthful, my youthful ignorance. Uh, it came out a little while ago, a couple days ago. Um, listen, we will delete this episode if I ever get a role on this, because I yes. will then now just support it blindly. 100%. <laughs> but until then, I was so disappointed. Yeah. And there's so many reasons why. I think um, one, I think one of the reasons that made How I Met, How I Met Your Mother so great is it because it was brave, the way it shot, it was experimental, it was interesting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It didn't mind showing the ugliness of humans yeah. while showing their goodness. You have characters who you both hate and love at the same time. They're nuanced. Every one of their traits is, every one of their quirky traits is tied to something very human and real about them. Yeah. In this new one, I found that it was just a, a cast of shallow characters who they refused to show anything um, true about or ugly about, yeah. which means anything interesting about them was just quirkiness imported on top of them like a yeah. costume. Yeah. And none of their quirky traits were tied to anything substantial yeah. or human about them. And so they were shallow characters and that you didn't care to watch because the show was scared of showing you um, a realistic depiction of humans, especially in the present day. Mm. And there's a multitude of reasons for that when you take a whole episode to go into. But long story short, I really was so disappointed with what could have had so much potential to be a really good um, look into the modern day world. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, the, the what's so sad is that How Much Your Mother was so wonderful because it was about people who are living through mm -hmm. the ugliness and the beauty of yes. dating in the modern world and what's transcendent, but what's also awful about it. Yes. And the How I Met Your Father is about people who don't know anything about what it's like trying mm. to talk about other people interesting it's, it's not about people who are actually going through the dating process right now living through this yeah. it's 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 all the jokes about tinder are by people who don't use tinder uh, yes not, I, I agree with you but really kind of outdated it's not sense. it's not an honest because it's not actually reflecting their actual experience so yes it doesn't have yeah. actual anything to say well rolling stone yeah. said it seemed like they were scared to make their characters anything but perfect that's very interesting, interesting. Was it, if the thing is what's uh, and again amazing about the in the original show, all of the characters represented a different value system of how to deal with a modern yes. dating, whether yeah. it's to sleep around, whether it's to 
you know, settle down with the, the person that you've always known and loved, or whether it's the person who want to be independent like Robin or wanting to pursue the true love. Yeah. I don't know what these characters represent or what value systems they have or what it is. I don't know anything about them except that they're quirky and I don't care about it. But quirkiness is yes. warm again, like yes. a jacket, like a jacket. Yes. yes. So yeah, I agree. I agree. It's, it's, it, that's what goes to things. If you, it has to be on whatever it is. When you have to, is when you're asking the question what the women want and what the men want, you have to be honest about the questions. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, okay, so I'm going to, I think this is great. I love how we've all sort of settled on the things about if you want to actually understand women in ways that they're the same as men and different as men, and or if you're a woman who wants to actually have your experience represented, here are things to watch. So I'm going to, mm-hmm. or read, I'm going to list off a couple of these, like, you know, again, Watch A&E's Pride and Prejudice. Classic. <laughs> yes. It's like you're know, again for A&E's, by the way. Cla- the classic. Yes, one. the BBC, I should say. Colin Firth is my only Darcy. The real one. The real one. Yes. It's amazing. <laughs> again, again, this is something that my my mom, and my sister played on loop at our house. Yes. <laughs> As like, if you want to understand in sort of the, the romantic sort of you know uh, what's what's beautiful mm. to to many and most women, uh, that's that's the one thing to watch. Yes. In the Pride and Prejudice, Jane Austen. Um, I'll say kind of like my version of eighth grade that I really like you guys should watch at some point soon. I think I uh, love is um, uh, the edge of 17, which okay. is, it is, it's a dark, funny, amazing story about a girl growing up in high school. It's my favorite mm. coming of age, uh, uh, a woman's story. And that's really helped me understand. And I tell you, I've had other female friends watch it. Like, yeah, this is as dark as it is mm. was for okay. me and as, funny and beautiful as it is for me. So that's interesting. So I, okay. I, so I recommend it. It's also Woody Harrelson playing oh, a him. mentor figure to uh, Haley Steinfeld. Oh. So it's, it's. Okay, I know the one. I, yeah. I've been tempted so many times and just for some reason not, okay, we'll watch it. We'll watch it. Yeah, I, I adore this movie. Okay. So you definitely watch that. Um, I'll also say, I'll say for the men, I will say this again, do this one again, 500 Days of Summer. Yes, I was going to bless that. Because <laughs> it goes to what we were talking about, which is that, really ultimately you should not make your mission another person figuring yeah. out so they will like you yeah is that you need to find they won't them. fulfill you exactly you need to find a mission and then find someone to part you with you on that mm. mission amen and yes. um then to curse it um i'm going to curse the uh uh the um well, also bless i always do this but bless charisma on command if you want to find ways to be confident and knew how to deal with people yeah i will say real quick in a di- yeah on that if you're a guy who is trying to figure out, you're young, you're trying to figure out this whole world and maybe you have some bitterness and you have some anger, yeah. I think Chris on Command is a great place to go. It is practical, it's fun, it's entertaining, but it's also very insightful. And I think it'd be a great place for a lot of young men yeah. to really kind of delve into understanding this, this world of yeah. dating and women. Because yeah. when, you're, when you're online and you're trying to figure this stuff Not out, there's toxic. a lot of toxic places you can yes, go. Absolutely. And this is, a, this is one where you can get some real insight that's practical and it's not talked. Yes, I think it's helpful for women. I, I've, yes, she yes. Knows. I have watched Charisma on Command. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true, yeah. that's true. It's not just for men. It does tend to, to, to lean that way, but it's right. It's not just for anyone who wants to. Yeah. It's also just fun and entertaining. It is. It's, it's a lot very of fun. fun. But so I'll curse, I will curse the, um, the, the, the what women want, what men want franchise, which I guess is a franchise because they, yeah. uh, they did uh, <laughs> they did the Mel Gibson one and then they did the uh, what men want with uh, ter- with uh, Teresa Henson. And it's, it's um, it, I just I dis- really disliked it because I, I heard about them for years. I mm. disliked it because it, it, it is selling something that doesn't deliver, which is huh. actually selling you the idea that we're going to actually teach you empathy. Because the first one, oh. the Mel Gibson one, is about a sexist who actually gets a, a hit electrocuted so he can hear the thoughts of women. 
Oh. Uh, and so he actually is a sexist and he actually understands women better um, and actually was to empathize with them and treat them like humans and not okay. you know, as, as, as objects. But the thing is, it actually is very deceptive in what it's teaching you about women. It's written and directed by a woman, but huh. it actually reads more Are as- Are you calling women deceptive? <laughs> I'm calling people deceptive. And as we established, women are people. So, so what you're saying Cancel is the, Joseph. The, thought, <laughs> the thoughts weren't the th honest. Some of the thoughts were honest, but it was sort of a revenge fantasy by women to teach all the things that they want men to think, whether mm. or not that they are true. Interesting, so, okay. And the thing is that when it did the what men want, that one was about women be a woman be able to hear men's thoughts, but in that, it was just reinforcing all the wrong stereotypes that women have about I men. See. So it wasn't about so increasing it, empathy. So it was like, men really are. Pigs. Exactly, okay. yes. Um, okay, and so, it was like, so it was like, so that whole franchise, I think is a disservice to like literally everyone. <laughs> okay, yeah. so that's why I'm cursing that. Good, good. That's a great curse. Awesome, all right. So, well, anyway, uh, thank you very much for joining. Uh, Kelia, um, I know we've plugged your, uh, your thing a couple of times, but is there anything else if you want people to get in touch with you or anything else you want to plug? Uh, What's uh, what, where should yeah, we go? Tell us just quickly in a paragraph or two, tell us a little bit about Wallflower and yes. why and yeah. what it is, where people can find it, and then where people can find you. Yeah, so Wallflower Journal is an online magazine for women that I started because I, I found as a young woman myself that it's just becoming harder to find places online for women to find healthy advice mm. that isn't divisive in any way, that is just geared towards women wanting to cultivate more beauty in their life and inspire purpose in their lives. And so I decided to create a place that I hope is doing that for women. So Wallflower Journal is, is a place for, for women who want to grow gently and think and ponder and just deepen their thought life and find inspiration. And so you can find it at wallflowerjournal.com or you can follow it on Instagram, Wallflower Journal Official. It's also on Facebook. And if you want to get in contact with me, I'm on Instagram at Kelia Clarkson. And I will say, Wallflower is always looking at writing submissions. There's been some great, and so if you are a writer and you are looking to have some of your work at least looked at and perhaps published, check out the Write For Us page. And if you want just tons of good book lists, movie lists, recipes, yeah. decorating tips, beauty tips, and thought pieces, wallflowerjournal.com is a place for you. Yes. I've been deeply impressed by the stuff that I've seen. So oh, thank far. you. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, definitely, definitely check it out. Um, and if you want to get in touch with me, the the husband to the owner of Wallflower, uh, <laughs> me, Keely's uh, husband. Yeah. Keely's husband. You like being in touch with Keely's husband? You may find him by searching his name, Nathan Clarkson, on any of the socials or going to nathanclarkson.me. Yes, and you can find me. I am nobody's husband. Oh, not <laughs> yet. On the market, oh, ladies. I didn't mean that's <laughs> not, <laughs> not yet. Yes, that's, that's how we took it. <laughs> um, then uh, you can find me at, uh, oh, I'm a strong, independent man. No, I find me out of the socials, Twitter, Facebook, uh, Instagram, uh, Twitter, and Facebook, and probably you can search normal guy, but also Joseph Holmes. Um, and then also now I'm on TikTok. Uh, Joseph Holmes one fifteen. Nice. So yes, you pop up for me every now and then. Yes. <laughs> and now after this episode, he might just show up on Christian Mingle. <laughs> no, I've tried Christian Mingle. Oh, no, if, no, no. if he does, if he does, I set up the account. Yes. yes. <laughs> marriage, marriage proposals can be sent uh, via the overthinkersjournal.com. Yes. <laughs> 
I won't say no. <laughs> anyway, well, thank you everyone for, for joining this episode. This was a lot of fun. Uh, and remember, if it's worth thinking about, it's worth overthinking about. Thank you.